This is Self Startup. Welcome to Self Startup Season 2. This is a podcast that highlights the small business owners, the self-employed and freelancers who have taken the plunge to create their own desirable lifestyle. My name is Andy Dowling. I am also the host of the Andy Social Podcast and play bass in the Australian metal band Lord. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching at Andy Dowling, or you can go to selfstarter.com.au where you can learn more about yours truly, as well as anything and everything to do with the self-employment world. This episode is with Matthew Haywood of Buying Property Victoria. Buying a home especially your first one, can be a real daunting task. In fact, most advice we receive often comes from friends and family who only have their own experiences to draw on, which are often laced with anxiety and negativity. This can create a real daunting prospect for anyone who wants to take that first step towards owning their own property. And it could result in never getting started. Enter Matthew Haywood. Matthew's been cutting his teeth in the real estate game for the past several years, starting off as a junk mail dropper of all things, and gradually working his way up to helping an increasing number of people purchase their own home. Matt has a real drive for helping others and a focus on self-improvement. This has led to him making the decision to create a side hustle where he could use his growing skill set and expertise to serve and help those who are looking for accessible and easily digestible information when it comes to buying property in Victoria. Matt has been slowly building his business on the side and creating a wealth of content to set himself up for longer-term success. This is not a business that has been created for immediate short-term gain. Rather, Matt's in it for the long-term, to build trust, loyalty, and ultimately leverage to expand and grow into a profit-generating business in the years to come. Matt is all about giving and has made the decision to ensure that value is given first before any plans of monetization are considered. Matt wants to build trust and a reputation as a go-to person when it comes to purchasing property. Just like property investment, Matt is investing in his business, being patient and playing the long game. While it's still early days, Matt's enthusiasm already has him setting his sights for future expansion of his business. In the years to come, Matt is hoping to expand into other states and territories to service and provide support for people all across the country. And if you're not from Australia, every part of our country has their own laws, policies, and incentives for potential buyers. So while Matt does have grand plans, he's going to take a steady approach to collect, digest, educate, and broaden his network before taking those next biggest steps. To learn more about Buying Property Victoria, head on over to buyingpropertyvictoria.com.au and you can also check out the show notes over at sellstarter.com.au. For now though, please enjoy this great chat with Matthew Haywood of Buying Property Victoria. My name is Matt Haywood and I have uh, created with a good friend of mine a online platform that teaches people how to buy uh, properties as in first home buyers or second home buyers, investors or whatnot. Um, so the company was called Buying Property Victoria. We've initially started here in Victoria where we're based and uh, yeah, we're looking to ideally scale nationally and yeah, be able to service people all over the country. So um, my a little history about myself, I have been in the property industry for the last five or so years now. Um, I started at the bottom as a junk mail dropper for a good real estate agent in the area and I sort of worked my way up to being a business partner in a brick and mortar uh, estate agency in the western suburbs of Melbourne. And uh, yeah, look, just throughout the, you know, the last couple of years, I've 
had like a real sort of inside look as to all the little moving parts and hurdles that people have got to face, you know, buying a property. Like, I mean, there's just, there's so many people to interact with. There's so many people to put your trust in. And it's like, who do you believe? What do you do? You know, who's leading you down the right path? Who's just in it for a quick commission buck? You know, it's, so it's kind of why I wanted to build this non-biased platform when people can just come and get legitimate free information and just educate themselves. And it's one of those things where it's a service that the majority, I shouldn't say the majority, but a large number of people um, in Australia anyway, um, go through that process at least one time in their life when they buy a home. And some people go through it multiple times. But I mean, I, from my own personal experience, buying that first home was a hell of an ordeal. It was, it was so much involved. Yeah. And, and for me, I love to have control over things. I love to be the one that just gets things done. And I rely on myself to, I don't rely on anybody else, but um, in this particular process, it's very unique because you have to rely on a whole range of different people that know far more than you do. And at times you really have to let go and, and trust people that they're going to do the right thing by you. And it's not a small purchase. It's going to be the biggest thing that you that you purchase in your life. Uh, just going by by our old stereotypes. So it's um, it's it's a good service and a good industry to get into because it's not something that's it's terribly niched. Um, but obviously you've niched it down to your location to begin with. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Look, um, you know what you said. Well, you've got to put your trust into all these people. I think from the bat, like I mean, my first year in real estate. Although I loved it, I love property. I've always been sort of interested in investing, and I do invest in property myself. But the notion that I, I literally had to sell myself as a human before I could sell the property because everyone just assumes you're a scumbag because you're a real estate agent. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that I can I, I grew to understand why there are just so many people that are just in it for the quick buck and the commission that they're not really caring and they don't have the you know attention to detail. They don't sit down with people and explain everything they need to know. So a lot of the times, everyone's sort of just left just dangling they're like well what do i do you know it's like if they go to mum and dad mum and dad bought a house when they went to a newspaper and said oh i like that one and then they went and shook someone's hand and bought it it's not really like that anymore there's a lot more moving parts you know so it's um it's yeah it is definitely one of those things where it's hard to put your trust in someone that isn't all too trustworthy most of the times you know what i mean yeah it's definitely breaking those stereotypes and there's definitely an industry or an opportunity just in doing that alone i mean there's so many so many industries out there that have um, a bit of a shaded past to them. Uh, you could look at the motor industry with the dodgy mechanics and the dodgy salesmen, or you could just look at salesmen in, in general, just trying to sell a product. Sure. And Absolutely. Um, there's there's a lot of opportunity in breaking through those stereotypes, and obviously, you know, being in the field of real estate, um, as you mentioned, there's there's a lot of reasons as to why people are a little bit uh, hesitant and reluctant to to get into a, a very deep conversation with a real estate agent because you're you're a little bit suspicious of what the agenda is and what the what the motivation is behind the scenes and um, for for you obviously that's a big challenge to try and break through those myths. Yeah, look it it don't get me wrong like I I fully uh, understood it. Like I, I totally got it. I mean, I, <laughs> I bought my first property and the bloke I bought it off was just a peanut. He was just such a pain to deal with, but it's like, there are really good, really, really good real estate agents out there. And it, not, not only real estate agents, it comes down to conveyances and mortgage brokers and all the other moving parts involved in the transaction. I mean, um, look, there's, there's so many different motives as well. Like there's people 
that, you know, will stretch themselves out and they'll go and lease a BMW they can't afford or a suit they're just scraping by to buy so they look the part. And then they're on a retainer, which is where the business will front them basically a wage that they've got to pay back when they sell a house. So they're out there just trying to convert all these deals and flip houses and it's really like about forcing people's hands to buy houses and that's it's just not what I was about. And don't get me wrong, there wasn't... Um, a lot of those in my particular office, but I could just see in my area. Like, I mean, in, I was in um, the western suburbs of Melbourne in Werribee and like the Shire alone, Wyndham, we had, I think, something like 51 real estate agencies. It was wow. ridiculous, right? <laughs> and the horror stories we heard, like there's just so much shady stuff going on and it just, it just really frustrated me. Like, so when I would see a client at an open for inspection, like a, a buyer would come through they're already on the back foot when I'm trying to talk to them because they've already interacted with so many dodgy people beforehand. You know what I mean? They've all got a bad taste in their mouth. So it got to a point that I was just really getting fed up with it. Like I was really spending so much time, like to the point I was actually getting in trouble by one of my seniors because I was spending too much time walking people through the process properly and showing them how to do it and not just getting the deal done. And that was, that was sort of like a little, you know, just, it, it uh, irked me a little bit. So I've always had the idea of this sort of platform in the back of my mind. And I have also developed it um, for friends and family as well. Like just being in the industry, so many people would ask me just random questions about property, buying, investing, and all the rest. And there's just not really a single sole trusted source of information out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, um, it's quite daunting and overwhelming when you're not familiar with that that industry or that niche or that particular topic and and especially when it comes to money i think money is just such a a scary thing for a lot of people and going back to you know the example you said before about you know what your parents did years ago buying a house looking in the paper and going yep i'm going to get that and then you go out and you pretty much do this you know in comparison to now a relatively simple transaction but there's a lot of risk involved as well and when you speak to a lot of people that are from a previous generation um and you know stereotyping of course and generalizing but um there's a lot of fear attached to money and people are hesitant and reluctant to take um, what might be seen as a what as a reckless risk, but um, but may just be a calculated risk or something where you're you're willing to put uh, you know, a foot forward to to make a, a a big decision for your for your future. And um, a lot of people sort of hold back or make bad decisions because they're basically gauged or they're focused based on what their parents or their grandparents are telling them, which is uh, you know it's it's outdated and old news. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, and I mean, the family home, it's your foundation. It's the first asset and quite often the only and largest asset most people ever buy. So there is a lot of pressure on the individual when they're coming to purchase it. So, you know, to not have that understanding of what they're doing and it's a lot of money to be freaking out with, you know what I mean? It's So, look, I've seen kids as young as 21, 22, like a young couple that are that old coming through spending six, 700 grand, you know what I mean? And it's... It's like they don't really grasp the understanding of it. And if they get stuck in a dodgy deal or if something just goes awry, like let's say um, they can't get finance, they're stuck with the property, the home goes unconditional, um, they've put their $60,000 hard savings down and then they lose it. You know what I mean? And then it's back to square one. They've got no savings and the agent's splitting the 60 grand with the owner and they're reselling it again. And that, look, I, I have seen that happen um, in the area. Like I've heard, like I said, horror stories of kids losing bulk money 
And it just comes down to misinformation and, yeah, just people, I guess, not willing to spend the time to do it right, you know what I mean, to, like, actually understand, you know, or there was a big issue I found with, um, say, mortgage brokers not talking to real estate agents or conveyances not talking to mortgage brokers and just the, the inner workings of it. There was just such a lack of communication between um, particular, you know, individuals. Don't get me wrong, like, there are some, like, I keep reiterating there's some great real estate agents great mortgage brokers and great conveyances out there but it gets really tricky trying to get all these moving parts working um in unison to get the deal done at times and i mean like i said the the cost can be astronomical i mean to cost you know technically just a young person sixty thousand bucks that's a big deal so i really had this um yeah this desire to put this project together and just help as many people as we could so taking a step back, because you mentioned this really quickly, and I, and I didn't even realize, but did you say that you were originally a junk mail dropper? So for real estate, did you actually go around and, and you're one of those annoying people that, uh, you know, and I would assume that you're putting junk mail in the letterboxes that don't have the no junk mail sticker on the front. <laughs> Look, um, I, was, I was always very respectful of the no junk mail stickers. So I started <laughs> off as an absolute grunt, um, just, yeah, dogging it, walking, you know, 14, 16, 18 Ks in bloody business shoes, dropping junk mail. It was terrible. Did that for a couple of months. And then I was uh, given the responsibility of door knocking. Woohoo. Nice uh, direct soliciting and annoying people at their houses to try and get them to sell. <laughs> so yeah, that was a, an experience in itself as well. Um, but yeah, look, moving on from that, I began you know, obviously working with um, buyers, just running open homes where there weren't many buyers coming through or maybe a vacant property where, you know, it's just sort of a proving ground, I guess, if you will. And then, yeah, look, I got a heap of deals put together and yeah, eventually just made my way up to a solo agent and then went on to buying into the business. So look, it's, it's definitely been a, a bit of a journey <laughs> to say the least, but I think, um, like my passion is certainly in wealth creation through properties. So I really, really like just absolutely going down rabbit holes with investing with people. Like I, I love it so much um, just because I've changed sort of my personal, uh, my stars, if you will, just by um, delving down that uh, property investing path. And I just, you know, like I, I personally get great satisfaction out of seeing people, you know, five years later, or even two years later where they go, wow, I've literally just gone from making, you know, 23 bucks an hour and now I've got $200,000 worth of equity. I'm going to move this uh, property over here and do this and go on holidays. And and it's like, you wouldn't have been able to do this without, um, you know, getting the understanding of how to do it, I guess. You know, you wouldn't be able to do it without the um, the knowledge. So it's I, I do get great satisfaction out of that. And I think that's something that a lot of real estate agents didn't have um, that were just very money driven. And I think um, to touch on briefly, the the bar to actually get into the real estate industry, at least here in Victoria, you need to get what's called an agent's representative um, certificate. And it is so easy to get Andy, which is why there is so many bloody real estate agents and the turnover is astronomical. Like, I won't muck you around, mate. I I moved down from northern Queensland. We are working up near the mines. Um, and when we moved back, I decided to get into real estate, uh, the real estate industry. And I got my accreditation within two hours while I was sort of watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I was just sitting on the couch. I pumped through it. I got it. The certificate came via email. And the next day I was right to go sell people's 
greatest asset. It's ridiculous. It's it's outrageous, but it's, it's just it is what it is, and that's why I think there's so many peanuts in the industry. You know, it's yeah, it's it is what it is. But I mean, part part of that is being able to have the awareness of identifying the weak points. You know, the areas of opportunity there where you can actually have that point of difference and have that that impact where you can see where you know the mistakes are, where where all the the weak those weak areas are. But going back to, I mean, you know, obviously this path that you've had just with the decision of, of getting into the real estate age, uh, real, real estate industry itself. I mean, you've, you mentioned this a couple of times sort of previously, but you've sort of had this plan in the back of your mind that you're sort of going in this direction. You've, you've almost had this focus. I mean, was there a point in time when you started really sort of getting into the industry and working and, and working your way up that you had this moment where you thought, I need to make a decision now. I need to make that change. I need to sort of branch out and get out of what I'm currently doing and really go out on my own and, and create my own thing. Yeah, it was kind of, um, it was just one of those, I guess, pipe dreams. I mean, I, it came up really like for buying property Victoria, the idea I hatched it probably what are we in now? It's just going into at the time we're recording this, it's the end of March. So it's probably about 14 months old. I, yeah. I hatched it at the start of last year and all throughout last year I've made, I was just working my ass off. I was working so many hours. I was away from my family. I didn't spend any time with my mates and I was starting to burn out. And I really started to resent my job. Not, not actually, you know, real estate as such. Like I, I still like to this day, if people ring me at 10 o'clock at night to ask for help, I'll still give it to them. Like, and I, I still do enjoy doing that, but just the hours I was absolutely burning out. And I think I used it as a bit of a contingency plan. So it's still, um, in its infancy at the moment, it's um, really, it is, um, you know, it's a bit of a side hustle more or less. And the initial, uh, the initial idea was just to monetize it to the max. But then I thought, no, what's the point? You know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm very, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. Now, Gary V um, has always said, you know, you've just got to give all the value. Like in, in a deal, you've got to give 51% of the value every time. And I wanted to make the, the process of using this website as frictionless as possible. So you can literally go on there. You don't need to give any information, no details, no Facebook signing, no nothing. You just watch and consume. Then uh, there is a, um, a prompt in one of the videos to say, if you've made it this far, you need a, uh, a mortgage broker to get your finance sorted. Uh, and what I've done is I've hit the road throughout Victoria and I've created a network of people uh, like brokers, conveyances and affiliated services that I personally trust have gotten, um, you know, gotten to know quite in depth just to sort of gauge where they're at and if they're going to be a fit for the company. And then what happens is once the deal is done, we would get a small referral from those affiliated industries, which the consumer doesn't even pay for out of their own pocket. It comes from the uh, kickback the bank uh, would give the mortgage broker in that instance or or, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So although, yeah, like a consumer will pay for a conveyancer, uh, the conveyancer, you know, might return, say, 50 bucks or something like that. And that would go into our advertising plot to obviously branch out and help more people and that sort of thing. But, yeah, look, at this stage, um, that's pretty much how it's monetized. But I'm really just focused on keeping it as frictionless as possible. Like I don't, like you don't need to use our mortgage brokers. You are more than welcome to go and use your own. And there's no sort of roadblock if you don't use our mortgage broker, you know what I mean? I just wanted it just to, there just needs to be an absolute stock standard procedure out there for people to access. And there just wasn't one, you know what I mean? Well, I think from a trust point of view, and, and you're certainly in that, in that 
situation now in that sort of period where you're, as you said before, you, you, this is a side hustle still. You're still building this thing up and getting your branding out there, your reputation. So trust and, and reputation, just, just said, is, is so important. So as making it as easy as possible and, and no roadblocks and things like that and just being really open and transparent with the information that you provided builds this, uh, you know, this sense of loyalty and, and, and almost um, oh, it, it, even from like a – and it's not the right industry for it, but like a fan sort of thing. You, you get people that are a fan of you and your personality and who you are and, 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 and your personal qualities. And then people will come back to you or when they have a loved one or someone very close to them that are about to go through that same process, they say, go to these guys or go through this portal and have a look at this information first. And so it's, it's just that word of mouth thing that comes off the back of you being trustworthy and having a great reputation. For sure, for sure. And I mean, we're already starting to see the beginnings of that. I mean, we've had um, a, a couple of clients go through the uh, process very early on. Like, I mean, um, we had a couple go through at the end of last year that are already referring friends and family through currently. So we're already starting to get that sort of second generation or the second wave of referrals through the um, the portal. So we're quite uh, pleased with that, to be honest. So like, yeah, like you said, it is, it's all just about trust. And I think um, just to have that based non-biased platform, like I said, everyone can use this, everyone can use every piece of content on this website for free. There's no, you know, upfront, you've got to pay, you've got to pay a subscription to use it, or you've got to use our mortgage broker or pay us 500 bucks to continue. Or there's, there's none of that. It's just jump on if you like it, keep going. If not, don't worry about it. We're also, I don't know, like I'm, I'm toying with the idea. Maybe we should have like, um, you know, those buy the developers a coffee button, like donate five bucks with PayPal. <laughs> no, like I'm just, I'm so not, I'm just so not phased with money with this business for some reason. It's just such a passion project. You know what I mean? And I think, um, I think people are really seeing that. Um, so that it's not that sleazy salesman trying to get the deal done to get the money. It's just someone offering valued content that's, you know, genuinely helping people. Well, I think this is a really important point because like the good thing about this podcast is that it touches on a whole bunch of different scenarios and case studies of people uh, in different phases of their self-employment journey or creating their own business or, or even just different types of industries and different financial situations that people are in. And, and I'll make a big assumption here and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, you making mention of having a, a keen investment in property investment and, and making that, that, conscious decision to uh, step into the real estate world and sort of work your way up. You've been planning this a while and, and I would assume that you're making, uh, you're making some pretty smart uh, and calculated financial decisions along the way. So as you mentioned before, this is, this is in this period of a side hustle at the moment for you where you know, money's not, money's not the big thing for you, but obviously you've got to build it along the way. But how, how have you prepared for this step where you're in this position now and you know what does it take for you to then get into that next phase where you let go of everything else and move into this maybe as a full-time thing or are you happy as in it as it is now as a passion project and a bit of a side hustle and as long as it keeps doing what it's doing now then you're more than satisfied look you've nailed it um i yeah with through keen uh, property investing it's just it's something that I don't really worry about as far as, you know, like financial security in the future. I can see I'm going to be okay. So I'm not really clutching at this business and praying it's going to work. You know what I mean? I'm just happy for it to putt along doing its thing and us to keep putting out content as we are. 
But that being said, obviously being very business minded, I've run the numbers on this project and it can certainly be quite lucrative if it's, you know, scaled um, to, you know, somewhat of a either a mainstream at a state level or just, you know, a, a broad spectrum over a national level. So, it, look, if that were the case, I mean, if I could, um, you know, generate a steady income for uh, myself, my business partner and the company, I'd be stoked. You know, I really would be stoked. But it's not really my key priority as far as income. I think at this stage, I just like the idea of having um, the company. Like, my my main financial interest is in investing um, personally, uh, as in into property developments and that sort of thing. So I think if it's just like my baby, I'm just sort of growing it, you know, as a, a passion thing at the moment. And if it happens to return um, financially, that's amazing. If not, I'm not terribly phased. I'm just sort of stoked. Like, I mean, we're getting emails from people that are just thanking us from the bottom of their hearts for all the information. And we're getting people sending us photos of them in front of their sold stickers and stuff. And it just warms my heart. It just, it's one of those things that I just really, you know, I love waking up in the morning and there's a little inbox um, either on Reddit or on an email or something. And it's just someone, some form of communication from someone that's gone through their platform. And I'm, it, it just, yeah, I'm, I'm wrapped with it. So, you know, like I said, at this stage, um, if it just keeps doing its thing and it, it pays for its own advertising, I mean, that's the main thing. Like, obviously, well, we wanted to generate a little bit of revenue so we can um, keep the snowball um, of exposure sort of rolling to sort of get more people interested and more people aware of the product we've got. Um, but yeah, look, if it does start generating large sums of money, I'm not going to complain either. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I mean, it's really interesting the, the sort of the link that you put between sort of property investment and this business, because your business is an investment. And I think every business that is created is an investment in some sort, um, for, sure. but for you and for a lot of people that sort of step into that world of property investment. Uh, unless you're in that sort of rapid high risk game of flipping houses and which you know definitely can be done but there is yep. an element of risk attached to that but for most people you you buy and you sit on it and and it's a, it's a long game and I think obviously you've taken that approach with your business where you've already developed a level of patience and from a uh, you know that psychology perspective where you you understand that you can't just expect things to happen very quickly and you've just got to patiently chip away and just watch things go grow and and really play that longer You've nailed it. Mate. You've absolutely nailed it. It's just, it's one of those things that I've like, I've got personal goals for the business as far as, um, you know, content distribution. Like I want certain videos. So at the moment we've got mainly just uh, content available for first home buyers, but I really want to start delving into investing and that sort of thing. So I've got, I've got goals as far as, um, you know, actually generating the content to get out there to the masses. But as far as like financial return and stuff, at this stage, I'm not really that fast. I'm in it for such a long game. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things. I think I'm in a fortunate position that I don't need to sit here, like I said, clutching at straws, praying the ship sails. It's it's not really, you know, that's not really at forefront of mind at this point in time. There must be other people out there that are doing something similar to you. There must be, I mean, you know, we're living in this content age where there's so much stuff out there. So if you type into YouTube or go into Google and you start typing, you know, how to buy a property and depending on where, where you're located, there'll be a bunch of different things out there, blog articles, news articles, et cetera, and lots of different opinions. I've had a quick, sure. look, at, I've had a quick look at your stuff. And it's, I was actually quite impressed because I didn't realize you had a bunch of videos up online as well. And I was watching a few of them before we chatted and I'm like, oh, this is really cool because that's something that I'm looking to do in the near future. And that's, that's for another, another chat. <laughs> but, um, 
But what's, <laughs> what, what's your point of difference? Like when you're looking at it and you're, and you're getting sized up against other people that are out there giving advice, what do you think is going to be your big point of difference that uh, gets people sort of leaning in your direction? Look, I think, um, like I said, our main point of difference, uh, like there are other videos out there and I've, I've just, I've sussed them out as well. Um, predominantly they are from people in the industry. So straight away, the fact that I've removed myself from being directly involved in the industry, I'm no longer a practicing real estate agent. I'm not a mortgage broker and I'm not a conveyancer. I don't have a financial interest at stake directly, I guess, with the consumer viewing the content. And I think a lot of the um, the content out there comes across very pitchy, very right hookish, you know, very um, at the end of the video, they're like, call me, you know, I'll be able to help you out or come into my office. We'll sit down and have a chat. And it's, it's very, they're trying to close a deal at the end of these little tutorial videos. And then on the flip side, you've got like seminars of um, questionable people that will, you know, rent out a hole for the day and capture everyone's information and try and sell them thousands of dollars worth of, um, you know, property investing strategies and all that crap. So it's, look, I, I just want people to have that, you know, clean slate, the just a transparent, decent information that they can, like, I'm not giving, when, when you say advice, I'm not telling people to go buy here. This is a good buy. You know, this is going to make you lots of money. What I'm teaching people is, you know, here is what makes a good buy. You know, if you buy a property with these qualities in a location that has these things, this is what is going to help uh, your property appreciate more over time. So it's, it's about giving people the, the fundamental understanding of property. So then they can go out and make their own educated decisions. I'm not sitting there selling properties or, you know, trying to push people into, you know, secret under the table deals with developers. I know and that sort of thing. It's not about that. I don't care what people buy as long as they're happy and they don't get rolled in the process. That's what I'm all about. What are some of the early challenges that you found sort of going down this path? Because, you know, this is, this is all new ground for you. I mean, the content and, and the knowledge you've built over time, but, you know, I would assume that you're probably in a position where you're, you're sort of learning as you go as well. So what are some of the challenges that you've come across? For sure, mate, for sure. So first and foremost, I like I was confident I had a particular skill set that would, you know, complement this business quite well. Um, but the skills I was lacking were, you know, like filming, editing films, social media strategies and, um, you know, building the website itself. And these were, uh, it was just tricky. So I went through about three cameramen before I, um, I actually, um, I, I got in contact with an old friend of mine, Andrew, uh, another Andrew, funnily enough. Uh, we used to work way, way, way back in the day at uh, Qantas together. So he's just an absolute top bloke. And I'd noticed just passively, you know, how you kind of just connect with people and you stay connected, but you don't really contact each other. And you just sort of observe from afar. Like this guy, I kid you not, man, he is working his ass off. He's got so many little projects going on. He's got his websites. Uh, so he, he develops websites for a living. Um, he manages social media for several companies. I mean, he's picking up contracts left and right. He's just an absolute savage. And I mean, like I'll look at his Instagram stories and he'll start working at six in the morning and he'll knock off at two in the morning and then he's back up at six on his computer sending it again and i'm like oh my god this guy works harder than me i can't believe it like i'm burning out here as it is and this guy is just outworking me he's an absolute animal so i had to get in contact with him i'm like mate we've got to get in partnership like i've got this good idea and he goes mate no worries let's do it so i was very very fortunate enough to you know um have him as a contact i guess and even more fortunate to have him interested enough to come on board so that was probably the biggest hurdle. So as soon as I sat down in Water Gardens at a little coffee shop with him and we had that coffee and he said, no worries, let's do it. 
that was the biggest sigh of relief and the biggest, oh my God, this is actually happening moment. Like I've, it's, it's the, you know, the first step has actually gone out. Like I've, I've actually gone out and made the leap of faith to make this not just a pipe dream, but an actual thing. You know what I mean? Like there's just like, you can sit there all day and just, you know, think, oh, this is a great idea. This is a great idea. Rah, rah, rah. But until you actually start doing it, then it's just, it is, it's just a pipe dream. So once, once I had Andy on board, it was, it was very real. Uh, the next um, hurdles we had to overcome Geez, what were they? So I had to, like I said, I built my network of um, affiliate people across Victoria. So I've got uh, several mortgage brokers on board. I've got conveyances and I've got building and pest inspectors, uh, among other people that we uh, refer clients to should they require them. So on our website, we I, I really wanted to have um, – you know, a services tab. So if people were looking like, and I've, I've sort of broken it up all geographically. So it's, it's going to be quite local to them, no matter where they are across the state. Um, so if they were say a quarter of the way through the process, like they've saved their deposit, they've, um, you know, they've researched the market, they know what they're looking for, but now they need finance. Well, of course, they're going to need a mortgage broker. Now, just like real estate agents, mortgage brokers, you know, there's a plethora of terrible brokers out there, but there's also some great ones. So what I did was I just researched a lot of people. I went out, I had a lot of lunches, a lot of wines, a lot of coffees with people. And I just got to know a lot of really, really solid mortgage brokers. I'm quite happy to, um, you know, refer my clientele to. So that was, that was a big, big job driving all the way across Victoria, just to all little nooks and crannies, finding just good, solid individuals that are going to be able to um, competently work with uh, these clientele, you know, and to be uh, also personally trusted by myself. And that was a big one. Like, I mean, I've had, geez, I reckon I've probably had 40 meetings with um, brokers in particular. And there was just so many people within five minutes. I'm like, no, you are so not a right fit, but I've still got to sit here politely for 15 minutes and shake (laughs) your hand. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it was a real big thing for me that I really wanted. Like if I couldn't refer my own mum or my um, sister or, you know, my cousin, if I couldn't refer family to them, I would, I did want to do business with them. You know what I mean? And it was like, you really get that sketchy vibe. And some people are like, Oh yeah, look, you know, what you're asking for is very, very, you know, it's, it's very small amount for a, a kickback. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not fussed by the kickback. They're like, Oh, look, if you pick me on, can you double or whatever? And I'm like, ah, oh, no, I'm not. That's, that's not what I'm about. That's not what's driving me. I want you to be competent and I want you to be professional. I want you to be good at your job. You know what I mean? So it's, you get a lot of people that are just really wanting quick turnover clients and that's not what I'm about. You know, so at the end of the day, like if I refer them a client, they do a good job by that client. The client's going to directly refer to them. They're not necessarily going to come through my business again. And that's, that's no big deal to me, but it's, it's building everyone's network simultaneously. And I mean, I want people that are going to be able to competently do that. Those are the challenges we had. Have you had to go through a lot of sort of personal challenges for yourself to sort of, I mean, even very simple things, but like getting in front of the camera and, and and putting yourself on video, putting your face out there or, you know, having these meetings with people and meeting up with so many different people, strangers and, and just trying to negotiate um, potential opportunities or, or as you said, like within the first few minutes, um, realizing that this person's not going to be a fit and having to go yeah. through that process of just keeping, <laughs> you know, making sure that you leave on, a, on the best note possible, even though you're not going to pursue it any further. Did you, did you have a lot of moments along the way where you sort of really had to dig deep and go, I, I've, I've got to do this and this is not something that's uh, terribly comfortable for me? Look, I think I'm very, very fortunate with um, 
geez, with the last five years um, in my real estate career, it was a lo- like my first week in real estate, or sorry, probably my first month where I had to start door knocking and just interrupt people's days and just piss them off. That was so scary to me, like just <laughs> just getting some big burly bloke in his jocks and his bloody tanked up going, what do you want? You know what I mean? Like that's very confronting. Mm. So, I mean, I think I've been desensitized to confrontation and, you know, that sort of public speaking thing through my career. So I'm quite fortunate with that. Um, I think the only thing I struggled with just because I hadn't really done much of it was time in front of camera. Mm. Um, I mean, when me and Andy filmed, geez, the amount of editing we had to do, oh my God, there was just so many stuff ups. It was crazy. But look, I mean, towards the end of it, like, um, I think we did filming over two days. The second day was so easy, but, um, actually a personal one I had, I did a Facebook live video the other day. I just want to have a crack at it. And I had a lot of people sort of directly messaging me, um, from my friends list on Facebook, like, you know, how do I invest in property? So I made a Facebook live video about it and I was shitting myself, man. I was absolutely (laughs) cacking myself because it's like, I can't edit this. I mean, if I sound like a goose, you know, it's, it's all live. So, but no, that was pretty good because I mean, with the Facebook live, I mean, I know personally every single person that's watching it. So it's not that big of a deal. I mean, the Facebook live thing's really interesting because that's something that uh, personally for me, I've um, it's, it's just come up on my radar so much and I see a lot of other people doing it and having a lot of success with it. And I've seen a lot of train wrecks as well. And, um, <laughs> and, and I look at it and I go, there's a, there is a lot of opportunity there, but there is that real fear of it's not only video, but there's no opportunity to sit back and edit and, and just, and work out what to keep and what to leave on the floor. And, uh, when you're in front of people and even though, you know, it might be friends and family and people that you've connected with prior, um, mm. it's still quite a daunting thing because once again, this is, this is a reputation thing and you're carving out, uh, you know, something that is, is, you know, being added to your repertoire, your resume already of, of what you've already created as part of your identity. So this is just another, sure. another little thing to add to, to, you know, the notch on your belt. And so, I mean, maybe, maybe even the way that I'm explaining, I'm putting too much pressure on the concept itself, but it is, <laughs> I think a lot of people are, are, are very, are very fearful of, of putting themselves out there like that. And they're worried about what they're going to get back. But I mean, just hearing you talk about it and obviously going through a similar feeling before you did it, but, you know, coming out of that, obviously it was, it was quite a valuable experience for you. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, for any small business owners that are listening, if you're, so long as you are honest and your intent is pure and genuine and you have no underlying sales pitch you're trying to get across, no hidden motive, your video is going to be fine. You're going to sound genuine. You're going to be honest. What have you got to fear? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you might slip up and say something silly. Who cares? You're human. You know what I mean? Like I say, I say silly stuff all the time, but it's just, it's just being normal. You know what I mean? You're 14 months in approximately still yep. early days, but you know, got a long way to go and obviously grand plans and you're playing the long game, but what, what's the next, I don't know, what's the next 12 months look like for you as far as, uh, you know, this thing that you've created, is there, is there anything in the pipeline that you can sort of touch on and, and give a bit of a hint toward, or, um, is it sort of just chipping away with uh, just getting better at what you're already doing? Well, um, we've got quite a few things lined up. I mean, like I said, we've got content out there for first home buyers. I want to um, branch out and start doing some investment property content. I mean, we've also done um, a few interviews with uh, investors because I want I want people to, you know, be able to identify with 
people that have, you know, built wealth for themselves through property. I, you know, it's it's easy to see some old guy in a suit driving a Bentley going, ah, oh, that guy was just born into money or whatever. But, you know, I, I know people personally that have gone from living in commission homes in Spotswood to living on the waterfront in Geelong driving Lamborghinis and Ferraris. And it's it's just come down to their personal journey. And I think um, we're documenting a few people's um, sort of stories at this time just to sort of help people. It's all like motivation videos. You know, if you ever go into like bodybuilding.com and you get like success stories and that sort of thing, I want people to be able to identify or relate to people and go, oh, this is actually a real thing. It's not just a pipe dream. So we're doing a lot of content. Um, I say a lot, but a little bit of content around that at the moment. And I'd also like to start um, branching out into state. So I'm going to be doing a couple trips around um different states throughout the year just just tweaking our content i mean um for example like the contract um signing video we've got at the moment is very tailored to victoria i mean there's different say like um there's, there's small changes between each state like with cooling off periods and that sort of thing that we've obviously got to tweak but uh, that being said, most of the content is universal. The big challenge we're going to have, though, is <laughs> hitting the road in every single state, meeting every single mortgage broker I can and every conveyancer and just doing that all over again across Australia. That is going to be tons of fun. Uh, but, yeah, like it, I, I am looking forward to it. It's just a matter of when. Um, I'd like to – I think I'm sort of playing it very contained at the moment within Victoria. I just want to see how it fares for now. Um, so we're going to be getting out, like I said, the investor content soon, um, and just, yeah, just playing it out. We're going to be starting running some ads and seeing how much, um, you know, traction can generate. And then look, if we're happy with how it performs here, absolutely. Um, looking to move into state as quick as we can. It's exciting, man. I know that you're an ideas person and I am too. And as you're talking, I'm like going, oh, yeah, you can do that. You can do this. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll, <laughs> I have love to, it. we'll have to keep chatting. But um, so if anybody's in Victoria and, uh, you know, they want a little bit of advice, they're curious and they want to look into it, where where should people go? All right. So you can jump on to www.buyingpropertyvictoria.com.au. Check it out. It is completely free. Like I've said, no accounts, no hassle required. Just kick back and relax and watch it at your own pace. Love it. And I'll put some links in the show notes as well. I believe, uh, you know, I was, I was checking out some of those YouTube videos. There's a YouTube channel and you've got your Facebook page as well. So I'll put everything uh, in Instagram as well. You're on Instagram. So I'll dump all that, that in the, there. in the show, show notes as well over at selfstarter.com.au plug, plug, plug. And, uh, Matt, thank you so much. No, amazing. Andy, thank you so much for having me on. To learn more about Matthew from Buying Property Victoria, you can click through to the show notes on your preferred podcast player, or you can head over to selfstarter.com.au where you'll find more information about our guest as well as my key takeaways. Number one, the junk mail drop. Being able to get outside and get some exercise done is always a real positive. However, doing the dreaded junk mail drop also helped Matt see the real estate game from the ground up. It's like the mailroom equivalent of starting off in your corporate career. Matt progressed from junk mail to door knocking, equally as painful, and was able to use these unglamorous experiences to get a better understanding of customers, their behaviors and preferences, as well as the wider real estate field. Number two, identifying pain points and problems. 
Almost all of us have had to deal with real estate in one way or another in our lives. Whether it be buying property, leasing or selling, everyone seems to have a story. And in a lot of cases, they're not good ones. There are so many common pain points when it comes to property that Matt was able to spend time identifying a lot of them, especially when it came to purchasing, so that he was able to focus on delivering solutions to common problems. For this field in particular, pain points are low-hanging fruit. However, with a little bit of brainstorming, Every industry, product, and service has a level of dissatisfaction and pain that you can focus on. If you can make people's lives easier, then you're on your way. Number three, trust is important. Trust can be a really hard thing when it comes to high-cost purchases. Money is still a taboo subject in a lot of families, especially older generations, and to be able to trust people with often the biggest purchase of their life is quite stressful. Matt's trying to break a lot of these stereotypes around real estate and the buying process by playing the long game to build real trust and loyalty. Matt's doing this by providing continuous free content, giving transparency, and no commitments or catches to use any of his services. He wants to have a reputation of trust, and his focus is to give, give, and give more with nothing in return. Matt knows that through trust building, he'll be able to build and grow in the long term. Number four, go live. Matt spoke about testing out Facebook Live for the first time with his inner circle of friends and family to talk about his business and also field questions. A lot of social media apps these days come with a live video function, and this can be a great way of engaging with your customers to field questions, talk about deals and new products, or even speak about a general topic that could inform and help other people. It's definitely a daunting thing to be in front of a camera in a real-time environment. However, it can be highly effective when building trust and loyalty with your audience. We're done. To learn more about this episode and previous ones, go over to selfstarter.com.au. If you want to have a squiz at my other podcast, The Andy Social Podcast, or my band Lord, or anything else that's happening in my world, head over to andydowling.net. Really looking forward to having you back for the next episode of Selfstarter. Larry. Larry, please.